Hello and welcome to Furlough Footballers United. This is actually take number three because our co-host keeps on <laughs> can't get out. <laughs> Neil, how are we doing? You're right. I'm all right. I'm all right. My apologies, guys. My apologies. <laughs> you know Terrible. what? It's, it's never happened before. No, but no. We come. It's, it's good that we've come to glitches. Happened. We've come to glitches at episode seven. That's not bad. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, yeah. We take that. We take That's that. All how are you doing? You enjoying the sunshine? Indeed, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been a splendid weekend. Wonderful. Wonderful work. Now, we are joined by probably the fittest member of Port and Bears. <laughs> He's a machine. <laughs> the man who runs to and from training, still puts in 150%, and then, you know, and probably does another marathon after that. We've got an Andrew Mearns with us. How you doing, bud? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Very, thanks very much for the introduction. <laughs> I, I wanted to boost up a bit more, but you know, <laughs> yeah. hopefully, hopefully through your stories, you'll show how you turn from, you know, someone who can't run, Forrest Gump, to a Mo Farah. So. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to obviously talk about um, how Andy got into um, into football, um, at what age and everything like that, any, any fun stories and... You know, have a have a good little chat. Um and sure Neil will have some wonderful input on the way. So uh so yeah, how how did you uh how did you first get into football? Um so obviously I grew up in North Wales. Um strong I think accent the, you got? Yeah, I know, yeah. Probably more <laughs> scouse than Welsh, isn't it? I'm a lot. <laughs> probably probably more scouse than Sean from actual Liverpool. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I grew up in North Wales. Um, I don't really know. I can't, I, we used to play in school a lot. Um, okay. I think my dad's work used to have, I think they had kind of a, not a crush, but they used to have kind of a get-together with their, the kids who used to go and just have a kickabout in football. And I think that developed into what would have been called St. Asif football team. Wow. Uh, so that was the village oh, that I grew well, up in. Or, or, or I, wouldn't San, want, San I, wouldn't wanted, you... I wouldn't want to play for that team. How do you spell that? <laughs> so the Welsh spelling is San Elwy, so that's, <laughs> yeah. that's even easier. Um, oh, amazing. Yeah, I've so I kind of. On the I think that was, yeah, that was probably up to the age of, I don't know, five, six, or seven around okay. that. Okay. Um, and it, and yeah. it was just literally people like your dad's getting together with friends and who had kids and just playing football like that, not real any love or seeing it on tv or anything like that got no you not really no um obviously i'm, a, I'm an everton fan so I, I think the earliest games i can remember were kind of must have been early mid 90s probably okay. like, I sean mentioned the fa cup final 95 yeah i remember that like it was yesterday but i don't remember <laughs> many games before that really okay okay so got obviously going in and so you're playing at school did you yeah. did you play a lot of school? Is football is football primarily a popular sport in Wales, or like, yeah, does so rugby overpower it a bit more? Or? I live uh, on the coast. It's weird. I live about five. Well, my family lives about five or six miles inland from the coast. Mm. Um, grown up, and if you travelled probably fifteen miles inland, okay. it would be rugby would be the first sport. Right. Whereas on on the coast, it's a lot of influence from kind of the English cities and Liverpool that would come along the right. coast. So it was really football orientated around the coast and then more mm. inland. Oh, Even just 10 miles down the road, the schools would all have rugby as their first um, sport. Wow. And even the Welsh schools would all be rugby. Yeah. Wow, how interesting. How did, did rugby ever catch your eye? Or were you ever made to do rugby? Or Yeah, so I did rugby in school. Um, but then I kind of started growing upwards instead of outwards, and that kind of <laughs> frightened me a bit. So I never really, yeah, played rugby competitively apart from in school. And pursued it and pursued it. So, did you? How did you first get into a football team? Was that still in primary school ages or nineties? Um, no, it would have been probably early high school. Wow. Okay. Um, where I started playing for the, the village that I went to school. Um, in them, which is Denby. Um, mm. And that was, yeah, that was kind of throughout high school then I played for Denby. Wow. Um, but I think there used to be like a, on a Sunday, I don't know if they still do it around the area, but it used to be um, where you'd all turn up on a Sunday morning, kids have probably, maybe just before high school, mm. and they'd set out probably three or four different pitches, and then they'd mm. set up, pick the teams that morning, and you'd play like a round-robin tournament. Oh, so wow. really... I remember that, and that was brilliant back in the day. For like a couple of hours on a Saturday or Sunday morning. No, nice. um, 
And nice. then he kind of developed from there. If you were good enough, obviously you'd get picked for the the team as you got older. And I just stayed played for the same team throughout, really, until I left. Well, wow. so you didn't really get into any sport until maybe, or did you? Was there a sport that you were sort of more uh, into I'd... during? <laughs> yeah, so I've played pretty much every, apart from basketball. Okay. I probably played the majority of the sports. I played when I was young. It was tennis, so I used to play okay. tennis for well North Wales. I used to train with the Welsh squad, so I used to play tournaments all over the country. Um, it explains your reactions, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was like under, about under 12s, I think I peaked. That was trying to train with the Welsh squad. Nice. Um, I used to play cricket as well for the kind of county, um, table tennis for the county. I used to run cross country. Uh, that, that doesn't surprise county, me. County level. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I really I couldn't pick a sport when I was younger. I used to oh. just, I'd, I'd really get into one. I think tennis was probably the only one that I really decided to stick to, but it got to a level where if I wasn't playing tournaments around the country every weekend, mm. I, I'd, it kind of limits your progress in terms of your ratings. You have to keep right. playing to mm. keep your rating low to be to enable you to play in these tournaments. So it just, yeah, I really lost interest in that. And... Wow! Well, wow. yeah. Neil, we got we got a Mister Versatile. <laughs> exactly. Well, I was I was going to say it. It sounds like the county was quite small. I mean, it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If 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 you're a boy of that age group, you're probably quite lucky. Well, quite a high opportunity to get in the team. Yeah. Oh, tennis. Yeah, it's a tennis. Yeah, it's that was quite my, interesting. My just I was going to say it's quite interesting. Just listen, uh, just listening to that. But it does it it, it does sound like because um, you know with the greatest respect that Wales is is a, a sort of smaller country if you like yeah that actually there seems to be more opportunities for sports people oh definitely I don't know if, yeah. maybe i'm being a bit harsh there but i think up, up to a certain level yeah there is i think once you get past so as i said like with tennis when i was playing at a higher level everything was really down in cardiff right. so all the yeah. the welsh tournaments would all be down in cardiff um but i think at the lower levels yeah you do get um you can get a higher opportunity for playing for county level but I'd, mm. I'd probably say it's similar to maybe playing for a, a city okay. um, in England, like a bigger city. Right. Yeah, I think that goes back near what you're saying. I mean, we've said, we can keep on saying, oh, we've had in previous podcasts, but we're going about the location where you have football, like where we are at the moment. We don't have much opportunity really for any homegrown players because the local team, really big teams, are your Bournemouth, Southampton and Portsmouth. Mm. And they're already yeah. like fifty miles down the road. Like it's yeah. it's it's not really round the corner, is it? No. Um, no. And just as you're saying with uh, with Andy there, like with it being Wales, their opportunities just a little bit endless with all kinds of sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, ten- did tennis phase out then, and then you yeah. played football. So where did I go from? Ten- no, table tennis then became. Oh. Sorry, tennis then became table tennis. Okay. Um, I don't really know how I got into playing table tennis, but I just absolutely loved it when I when I did. Um, but I think I was still playing football throughout. Um, not when I was playing tennis, just because of the travelling, as I mentioned. But yeah. when I started, when I dropped playing tennis from kind of thirteen onwards, mm. then yeah, I'd say football was probably at least one of my main sports, if main not sports. the main sport. Yeah. Nice. And did it? Do you, and you say was that Everton? Was Everton influenced through that? Um, with the football or did you just have a mate just like how uh, Sean Lawler did he had, uh, had a mate and then his dad obviously heavily went you're an Everton sports son yeah so it, it was actually my um, my godparents used to live on the Wirral and oh. they had season tickets so whenever oh, nice. one of their kids couldn't make it um, I'd kind of be invited along to go and watch oh, nice. in Goodison nice. um, so yeah that's kind of where I, I, I fell into to Everton what was your yeah, first definitely. game uh, what was the first? I think it was Newcastle. I think it was an FA Cup game. Nice. Uh, Everton Newcastle. I, I went to Tramia game as well. Oh, did you? Was, yeah, Tramia. I think they were playing Wrexham or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I remember they lost. I think or was it? Might have been Wrexham playing Newcastle. Uh, I get confused. But anyway, yeah, I, I remember crying at the game when when I think it was Wrexham didn't win. <laughs> did you? Yeah. yeah. Neil, uh, what was your first 17, game? Seventeen, I think. That? Did we talk about your first game? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think the first the first game I can remember uh, going to was was that um, I think it was uh, Bournemouth Coventry down at the 
at the old Dean Court. Oh, I remember saying, yeah. I remember yeah, saying. Yeah. Oh. oh, I didn't oh. cry though, John. I you didn't, didn't cry. cry. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and you were you seventeen? <laughs> <laughs> it's emotion. Look, emotions get better under you. Like football's such a beautiful sport. Such a beautiful Indeed. sport. Who was it? Did you have a influencer of a of a player? I know you're saying. <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah, go on. Who was it? Did so, you say it's uh, Big Dunks or something like that? Well, no, it actually used to be Ryan Giggs, obviously being Giggsy. Welsh. Yes. But everyone else has said Ryan Giggs. So my other one was, I, no one would ever guess it, but it was Neville Southall. Because <laughs> <laughs> he used oh, to yeah. do like, um, he's called Neville Southall like Football um, Academy or something. And he used to yeah, yeah. travel yeah. around and do like small, like when you're like 12 or 11. Um, he used to get some of the Everton players would come along and they'd... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing like a hire out a sports hall or something. You'd have an afternoon. Did he used um, to rock up there? Yeah, he used to turn up. Yeah, he was. Oh. He's obviously from North Wales. He just lives um, about half an hour down the coast. Yeah. Um, wow. So you did. Yeah. So being a goalkeeper didn't interest you, or did he? It, no, it was. It was only. I used to kind of have the the goalkeeper shirts, but I was never any good in goal. Not that many good out, but I was—I was definitely wasn't any good in goal. <laughs> oh, um, I love that Neville Southall. What a player! Yeah. What a tash as well. Oh yeah, yeah I've got tash. the old the goalie shirts that he used to wear, like the yellow ones, and yeah, Danker and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I've got them. Oh, Neville Southall. He, he was—he was quite a good coach, actually, by all accounts. Yeah. Wasn't he part of? I'm not sure if either of you to remember, but Michael Owen did yeah. a TV program. Didn't yeah, he? he did. Yeah. And Neville Southall yeah. was he's was the goalkeeper yeah. coaching that, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then and didn't right. like Michael Owen like chip the goalkeeper, and then Neville <laughs> he... Southall turned around and went, "Well done, he's 13." <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's that's exactly that, that was the uh, that was the image I had in mind. Yeah. <laughs> where, where did he go, Neville Southall? Obviously, you're saying coaching and. I think he's quite big on Twitter. Well, he's obviously quite big, but he's still, I think he's quite a big name, <laughs> name on Twitter. Really? Um, I think he's got some quite strong political views if you follow his, his Twitter account. Oh, really? Watch, oh, yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to search him out. Yeah. yeah he, does, he does a lot of um, things for charity on there. I think he, really? he lets people use his Twitter account quite a lot to answer questions and do like charity stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. He does oh, wow. do a lot. Well, yeah. guy, he, he, was quite re- he was quite respected in the game, actually. At, that, at, at you know, the the time of his prime where you're talking about. Um, yeah, it was yeah. quite respected. He's quite, quite big in the game as well, wasn't he? Quite one of the populars alongside yeah. with Peter Schmeichel. Yeah, Is that right? Much. That's the same time, isn't it? Schmeichel yeah, it was, yeah. yeah 95. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure I saw sort a of poll a couple of weeks ago and he was, he was right up there. Was he? He was definitely in the top five. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to think what other keepers were around with him. So far. Is that like Grobola? Was that around him? Yeah, uh, yeah, Grobler would have been around there. Clements, Schilton, yeah. yeah, 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 big player, big player. So, what yeah. was what was your position when you went like sort of started playing? Did you? Uh, I was always on the wing. Because okay. yeah, Quick. with my with my build, it was like yeah, stick him on the wing. Oh really? He can, he can, and especially my first touch, it was just knock it and run. That <laughs> was, was it? Pretty much all I did. Yeah, growing Kick up. Kick it one side, run around the other side. Yeah. But, oh, that, that, that seemed to follow you for a long time, that moment. It did, yeah. It was weird because I, I used to kind of play five-a-side and six-a-side. I was always kind of in the centre of the park. And then as soon as it got to 11-a-side, I used to just kind of hide out on the wing and never really yeah. get involved. Mm. It was, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, we, we, definitely, we definitely had to change that a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. <laughs> for the better as well, I might add, mate. For the better. For the better. Yeah, I can't absolute, sprint anymore. Absolute yeah. midfield maestro. <laughs> Um, so you, so what was your first? So your first probably proper team happened in secondary school. Did yeah, it was. Yeah, Denby they were called. Um, I, I kind of played with them all the way up to probably under sixteen, under sixteens level. Oh wow! And like okay. like you said on other podcasts, that was run by one of the uh, the guys from my school. His dad, who he used mm. to play in the team as well. His dad used to run it. Okay. Yeah, dad. It's the way it was, I think. And yeah, it, definitely. It, it, I think it, it still is the way it is at the moment. In some sense of obviously, if a football club is crying out yeah. for a manager, they just go, "Let does any other dads want to do it?" Mm-hmm. But I yeah. also do think I'm only talking on my perspective. I mean, Neil, I'm not sure if I. I know we went on the base of when you went to coaching. Did you go coaching because of of uh, your youngest, or or did you just do it because you enjoyed it? Because obviously, it's different for me because I haven't got a child. And I just yeah. got into it because I enjoyed it, and then I got my own my levels and stuff like that. 
Indeed, indeed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, firstly, I can I can lend you uh, a child if you if you want. I've got plenty to lend out. Um, secondly, no, not really. Um, I, I I stepped into coaching because of um, some experience I had towards the end of my sort of playing days, and um, I kind of enjoyed um, giving people information and feedback and trying to help make them better. And, and so I sort of started on the path of of um, learning how to be a coach properly. Um, yeah. No, it's really just snowballing from just there, really. Snowballing and, and, and I mean, the same with Ed. We said like quite a while back on his podcast, like he's starting to fall in love with it, and he likes that whole coaching aspect of it. And it, it hopefully, it's the way forward that people just love coaching instead of being made a coach because you're one of the sons, one of the sons' fathers, you know. Yes, um, absolutely, mate. So yeah. Absolutely. So what do you remember? What um, how many aside it was in Wales, or did they have any like? Restriction. Did you get whacked right into eleven aside? Yeah, I think I think it was eleven aside. It might have been early on. I think it might have been eight eight aside. But then I I only really remember playing eleven aside on kind of full pitches. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Between the sixteens. And so, so you must have. There must be a story in there somewhere of maybe first goal or oh first goal. That was playing. I think in a in a pre season friendly against one of the older age groups in the club. Nice. Um, and I remember scoring two in that game. Oh. But kind of, they were running down the wing and then kind of shutting my eyes and just smashing it as hard as I could. Nice. Um, nice. And, and they both kind of just crept in. <laughs> um, but I think one story that really sticks in my mind is a cup final that we played. Oh, nice. So we, we were, as I mentioned, the team I played for was about 15 miles inland. Okay. And there was a, land, a, a team on the coast called Rill. That's the, the town called Rill, which is like one of these yeah. rock-hard yeah. seaside villages where you <laughs> yeah. get all the um, families coming across. And uh, there's a lot of caravan parks. You get all the caravan oh, okay. parks yeah. will be full in the yeah, summer. Yeah. Um, and they were kind of places that you turn up and the lads would be like, if if you beat us, our brothers are going to get you kind of thing. <laughs> uh, and you'd, if you get like a, a bus there and they realise you were from Denby where I was from, they used to like knock on the bus as it was taking off and all. it was just oh, it wow. was scary like intimidating back in back then yeah. especially with me not being the biggest of guys it was definitely intimidating <laughs> yeah um but i remember we played a cup final there against one of the pub it's funny actually one of the teams the kids teams was named after a local pub i mean <laughs> like yeah. under 14s level and then, <laughs> under 14s a, a against, against yeah. webster's <laughs> yeah. so been run by their the dad dog and gun dog and yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> caskies it was caskies um, yeah. oh, okay. classy. Classy. um and we played this cup final at bellevue which is real towns pitch okay. and yeah. you know this is the game where all those hollow threats of their brothers would turn up yeah. i mean the the crowd was full of these bigger brothers really? like all watching us <laughs> wow and they're all behind one like our goal like giving the keeper hell throughout mm-hmm. and um so we were one nil up and then it went into extra time because they'd taken a shot and it ended up so the ball missed and ended up on the back of the net oh. it just it just gone over and hit one of the stanchions behind and then like nestled on the net um, yeah. But the referees, for some reason, gave this goal. And, <laughs> probably because like, some of the brothers were going to hunt it, him down. <laughs> I'm sure it probably was. Yeah, I mean, it was intimidating. Right. Um, yeah, and he gave this goal and so, to make it one all, mm. and then we lost on penalties in the end, and oh. that was just the mo- the biggest injustice in football in the North Wales region for that really? that year. Definitely. It wow. Was, wow. Vast, Did you actually uh, get you one of the penalty takers or? No, I didn't. I didn't. We, we, I think it was, uh, yeah, we didn't get to, well, didn't get anywhere past the five penalties. We had five penalty takers. And, uh, oh, um, I hate a cup final loss. I think when I said I won my old podcast, and I, that we lost one yeah. nil because there was a pigeon like on my side and I didn't <laughs> take it off, you know. Uh, true story, true story. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, cup final. And, I, and that, it all builds up for that day, doesn't it? Cup oh, final. Yeah. And yeah. then you're just absolutely distraught. It's like one of the, like, it really pulls your heartstrings when you're at that age as like a teenager when football is everything. Oh, yeah, definitely. But saying that, if you would have won, I, I would have been terrified to yeah. be leaving that changing yeah. room afterwards. We're, we're leaving now. We're leaving yeah, now. it was like that, honestly. It's still, uh, yeah, it's oh. the most intimidating place to go to. I imagine uh, it probably still is for teams to go into a real stadium it's quite yeah. an intimidating yeah. place. place Neil have you ever had I mean you're a bit of a hard nut 
when you were playing football? Did you have anywhere that were quite intimidating or a player that you come across and you're like, oh, I don't want to go near him or? Wow. Yeah, that's a question. Um, I don't think I ever went anywhere that was particularly intimidating. Mm. Um, there were some big games I played in as a youngster. Um, the one that always used to to uh, kick off was um, when I was at Shruton, was Shruton South Newton. Mm. Um, that always got a bit feisty. Right. Um, but um, as, <laughs> I got, as, I got, I got a funny story <laughs> about Shruton and South Newton. So, uh, oh, I can't when, wait. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we used to play, oh, I find it funny. I don't know if you would. Yeah. Go on. So, um, we, we used to play, obviously, Porton used to play South Newton, didn't we? And, um, yeah, yeah. So, my missus was going to come along and watch. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll come along. Um, where is it? I said, oh, South Newton. And it took kind of 10 minutes to explain exactly where it is on the road. So you, you go along the main road, you turn left, you see it down on the left. She's like, all right, great. Yeah, yeah. So it gets to half time and it, she's not turned up. So I give her a text like, where the hell are you? Um, I, I turned up at Shruton. So she'd driven, <laughs> driven to Shruton, watched about 20 minutes of the match and, realized... and then realised I wasn't playing. It was a completely different team. Oh. And then, yeah, gone home. Oh, oh absolutely. Oh, South Newton. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I bet she knows where South Newton is now, though, don't she? Oh, she does, yeah. yeah. I remind her that's <laughs> daily, probably. <laughs> and that, that pitch in Shruton's even harder to find. I yeah, know, it is. yeah, it's unbelievable. It's definitely not a left either. No. No, she, she clearly hadn't listened to a single thing I said about the instructions. <laughs> she was like, yeah, whatever, I'll just Google it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, think, I think going back on, I, I, come, I don't think I come across any horrible teams or like intimidating teams when I was going through my um, youth football. I think as I started growing a bit of balls, all mouth and everything, then I found that I was probably too big for my boots. And then people started clattering me that way. Yeah. That's, that's the only way I felt intimidated, really. And then, yeah. uh, you know, when I try and act, you know, the intimidating one and then it falls back like a lead balloon. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, don't, I, I think I, I don't think I ever. Obviously, I, I'm, I'm a short guy. I've always been small, um, and I think football was just as soon as I walked on the pitch, everybody was equal. So I never really feared yeah. anybody. Really, there's a few that I was wary of, um, mm. but you know, it was a it was a free for all. So you know, yeah, yeah, yeah never nice. really, never really worried. Nice. So when you were you obviously under 16, did you go into adults football afterwards or? Uh... Um. I think I no, I didn't actually. You know, I I kind of tinkered around a bit, but not for. I think I left after under sixteens because the the manager left, okay. and I think the, the I don't think there was an under eighteen team at the time. I think it just did go straight into adults football. Was it um, sorry to jump in? Was it the same manager all the way through? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, good yeah, manager. Throughout. Yeah, he was. He was really good. Yeah, he, yeah, he did, and I think he. Yeah, the team did progressed quite a lot underneath him as well. What was it kind of managing sort of, was he a scary bloke that you're sort of like, I'm working my hardest or was he like a sort of boosted your confidence and all, all sessions kind of fun and everything? Was he? It was a bit of both really. Mm-hmm. He was, yeah, he, he could be nice if he needed to be, but yeah, he could be, he could have a go at you if he needed to as well. Mm. Um, but I think everyone kind of respected him. So mm. He didn't really, well, I, I was never one of the, kind of the naughty lads that we used to go out and like that really when mm. I was young so um, I think other people might have had a different opinion but for me he was always yeah I respected him and used to listen to what he said nice nice and then so did you stay in fo- did you stay in football then still or just go um, to the team or... I did when I went to uni so I obviously okay. went to uni when I was 18 mm. I don't really remember what happened and oh, that's what happened so yeah after my GCSEs, I moved schools and then yeah. moved to one that was a rugby school. So I was kind of 10 miles uh, further inland. Right. And then the main, so I played up to A-levels, but I didn't play for a Saturday team. I used to just play for that school. Okay, got you. Um, yeah. And then the, the play times there would be interesting because it would be like sixth form against year <laughs> yes. 11 rugby yes. out on the pitch. Oh, really? <laughs> and some of these year 11s in like a valley town, they were massive. Really? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. God, I couldn't imagine that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to survive in Wales, I think, if I grew up there. <laughs> I really couldn't. I really couldn't. So did you play in uni then? Yeah, I played a lot in uni. Did I you? played. I didn't play for the uni teams because they were quite cliquey. I used to play for my 
Um, I did aerospace engineering, so I used to play for the aerospace engineering team. Oh, nice. Um, and I used to play constantly. Did you? I, 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 there'd hardly be. I'd probably play five or six days a week for different five or six side oh, teams. Oh, did you? side teams, yeah. So everyone knew was, about you. That was his uni course. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we used to play in the evenings. So I went, I went to Sheffield. And we used to play yeah. at goals in the evenings, and some of the lads, like you'd have factory working teams that used to hate students. Right. That they would just be like eyeing you up as soon as you turned up. I mean, they wouldn't be interested in the ball. Yeah. Just be, yeah. The amount of walls that I've hit in like goals football. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, Mernsey, it's not just factory workers. Everybody hates you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we haven't had long enough in Dorset League yet. I think people still like him. We're all right at the moment. I think we're safe. I think we're safe. Uh, no, so uni, a lot of... You know what? I do enjoy a good bit of five-side, six-side. Yeah. Um, those goals, those um, goal centres, they're set up really yeah. well, actually. They are. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and they've done really well for them. So I know, obviously, when I worked in London, um, we even used them as a sort of um, a base because yeah. it was just... It's, everything's there you need. You know, yeah. it's, it's in, uh, included and... You know, you can do any kind of training or mm-hmm. same, same, same argument that we have over and over, and the lack of facilities. There's, there's mm. no goals. The nearest one to us is um, Southampton. Yeah, it's yeah. quite a nice yeah. centre down in Southampton. And I think I think it'll go absolutely crazy here in Salisbury. Yeah, that's it. So it's goals, it's... if you're listening. Yeah, goals, if you're listening. <laughs> we're willing to help you set one up. Yes, <laughs> if we take nine percent of the profit. <laughs> Um, but yeah really so did did you move down from Sheffield Uni to Salisbury then yeah I did I had um, kind of nine months back in North Wales as Mm. I applied for jobs and things like that and then yeah I moved down uh, Mm. 10 years ago now Salisbury so on your own yeah so I moved down by by myself Um, I'd I'd met my missus a month before I'd moved down even though we'd grown up in the same place Um, she lived five miles down the road Um, yeah so I moved down and then she moved down 18 months later Wow! Wow! Yeah, small world. Look at that. Everything happens for a reason. Love yeah, that. love yeah, that. Did. So, yeah. did you join the Port and Bears from Dot? I did. Yeah, I, yeah, I joined them. That was the first team I played for in Salisbury. I think I played a couple of games for a Sunday team, oh. um, and then yeah, I got involved in Port, and I I was earmarked for the reserves when I first turned up. Okay. Um, I played a friendly for the first team because back then we had we had two teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even the year before we might have had three teams but yeah when I joined there was two and then um, the reserves kind of folded I think they played a few games that season and they folded shortly afterwards so I then kind of ended up in the first team Oh, oh, just by choice or that you're good? Uh, I think a bit of both (laughs) yeah of course yeah because I I used to yeah I, I did start I think from quite early on I wasn't like on the bench and get five minutes at the end I I did kind of walk into the first team after a while, yeah. I like that. I like that. So, but Neil, were you around those times? The port and, those important times with Mern's or? Is he there? No, it was, it was before now. Was it? Yeah. Way before Neil. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because I remember playing against him when he used to play for Wilton. Ah. We played, played a game, I think it was a friendly, up on the, the pitch we play on now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah playing against Nelly. Oh, so, so when, Neil, when did you join the Bears? Because you used to do it as a youth, didn't you? You played for Porton. Is that right? Uh, no, no. So I I got around a bit and then um, I was I was on the verge of actually retiring. Um, I, I got fed up. With, funny enough, I was at Wilton at the time. Um, and I got fed up and um, my cousin Adam was obviously playing for Porton and he kept, yeah. he kept badgering me saying, come on, it's time. So obviously with the, with the rest of the team ageing, um, I felt that the time was right, and um, yeah, I probably came over there. Uh, what was that? Five, five, six years ago, I suppose. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, about that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I played. I played a couple of seasons um, okay. before uh-huh. before I sort of took over from. Well, I I, I went away to Laverstock Reserves. So I managed them for yeah. a season, but then I come back and um, picked yeah. up the Bears because uh, obviously Sparky was manager then. Uh, yeah, um, just. Not had enough, but he was he was willing to sort of give it to somebody who had a bit more time on their hands. Mm-hmm. So you're so you're the honourable bear, the man. Yeah, 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 ten years. 
Yeah, man and boy. Oh, yeah. Yo, remember that. Boy. Remember that for presentation night. And he, he deserves <laughs> definitely some kind of certificate or trophy for his special trophy. Oh, yeah. testimonial. That's it. Yeah. Ten years. Oh, he does need a testimonial. Well, I did he? have a season off, didn't I, to, to run marathon stupidly? That was last season. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah so probably nine, nine full yeah. seasons. Nine full. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll remember that for next year then. <laughs> <laughs> next year. Yeah, we'll so, have to postpone it. Yeah. So, do you, any any memorable like important important stories i mean you didn't play last year then no so i didn't play at all last okay season. i was uh, going to ask you about the moment in the semi-final or the, you know you know was it semi-final i keep on forgetting it i came to watch that yeah the, the did, ben ben own goal yeah yeah the, the the 30 yard top corner strike yeah i do I, yeah i came along to that game i think that was probably one of the only games i came to to watch that season yeah um but it was quite surprising actually because well, not, it sounds bad that, but they they play him really well, and they did not deserve to to lose that game at all. Mm. Um, as you said, like their goalkeeper just had a blinder. Yeah, um, but the football keep... being being played was really good. Yeah. I think I came to watch another friendly. Did you play one at Laverstock, Nelly, under floodlights? Yes. That's right. Uh, yeah. I think me and Perry came along to watch. That's mm. it. Um, but again, yeah, the standard is it is good standard of football, and yeah. I think that maybe lets us down now and again because we. The pitches maybe let us down. If we played on nice pitches, the, the football we try and play would be a lot easier. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, have you got you got any lovely stories from like old Port and days? Like any goals or? Oh yeah, my my favourite goal of all time was oh, yes. a cup final again. It's a cup final at Downton. We were playing um, nice. under floodlights midweek. I think it was a charity A or Bledisloe, one of them. Yeah. Um, and it went to extra time, so it was. It was either nil nil or one all going in at the end of full time. Mm. Um, an extra time, I remember uh, scoring the winner, which oh, was like banging. Um, the dream come probably, true. Yeah, like my second or third team season playing, nice. um, and we kind of caught him on a counter attack. Someone ran down the wing and kind of laid it across the box, probably the edge of the box, mm. and I caught it as sweet as I, I've never probably hit a ball that sweet before really? and just nestled it in the bottom corner and yeah we <sighs> I think I think it was nil nil actually yeah after full time and we won one nil my goal there's a you, you can write a film about that can't you I know I could have just retired then to be honest <laughs> that would have been it just that not Durant played, and not it was yeah Durant and Dynamos yeah wow I, I, I wasn't playing obviously but I, I I vaguely remember some some lads talking about it yeah oh people still talk yeah. about it today do they of course, yeah, yeah. Oh, do you remember that goal that Andrew Mann scored? Uh, well, it's also the, the so the keeper Ben Hart at the time he pulled off an absolute blind and save with about two minutes of normal time to go. Oh really? Um, like a header from a corner, and he yeah, it was yeah, it was a ridiculous save. So I think he ended up probably getting man of the match for the game. Yeah, um, yeah. They got they have got some good cups around Salisbury actually. To be fair, um, well yeah. they have done. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember only just going for Sunday League, like the charity B, like the event is just is um, put together and organised very well. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, I, I guess the Saturdays in Salisbury can't happen anymore because we haven't got a league. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or they put it in with Andover. Um, what, the Sunday one? No, Saturday. There's no there's no Saturday Cups in the Salisbury District no, at all anymore. No, no it's only the uh, Bledisloe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is Nada Valley run. So, yeah, um, yeah, I think you know it all sort of went downhill because the, the Morrison Cup used to be the one to play for because that was played up at um, up at the Ray Mac and yeah, you know that was the big one. You know, everybody mm. everybody went after that one, and as soon as they moved it, it sort of it, it diluted it really, and nobody bothered. And then you know then we started to lose teams. Cups didn't really mean anything to anybody. We yeah, lost a few mm. cups. Um, you know, it, it, it's a background. Uh, you know, to the point now where they're all non-existent, unfortunately. What a shame! What a shame! And now, so and then, your marathon running last year. Yeah, Did yeah. So, I, yeah, I went. I, I had a go at marathon running. Did the London and New York marathons? Oh. How did you? All right. I didn't win, but yeah, I did alright. Oh, like <laughs> <laughs> no, my my mates do take the piss out of me still. So I, I don't know if anyone's aware, but I I did because I, I was doing the London Marathon for charity. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I set up a YouTube channel and I okay. called it like Sub Three Marathon, okay. and I was convinced. I was like, I'm going to run this marathon in under three hours. That's what I'm going to do. Right. I followed this training plan like 55 to 70 miles a week when nice. I could, when I wasn't like 
hobbling around because I'd done too many miles. Yeah. Um, and I did it in three hours and seven minutes. Oh, so, yeah, I, I, I haven't lived it down with my mates. They, they do constantly remind me, like, oh, you're seven minutes late again. Yeah, yeah I get that a lot. <laughs> so uh, as do, if, like, do you still want people to subscribe, by the way? Or... Uh, I mean, I haven't done a video for a while. So I, I did kind of... <laughs> I did a one one a week, I think it was, for wow. the first eight or nine weeks of an eighteen week training plan. Okay. And then just lost all interest in YouTube videos. I think it's just kind of left there. So it's, I think week eight and nine and then there's no none of this after that. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So it, 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 I guess and I'm sorry if this sounds really stupid, but it's the same distance in the, in New York. Yeah, yeah, so it's twenty six point two miles. Yeah. yeah. So did you was that was New York after London? Yeah, so it was in uh, end of October, no, early November. Okay. Um, was New York. Um, Time and better? I, no, I uh, absolutely bonked. I, I did it in, that's a, sorry, that's a technical term for when you, you die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, so I did it in three hours 25. Oh, okay. Um, but I hadn't put in anywhere near the same amount of train as I had for London. That's right, you'd blame it on the humidity and, and stuff. Yeah, it's different, it's different in, in America. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was it was an awful day. You kind of you have to get up at about half three in the morning mm-hmm. to get a coach across from Manhattan across the start line, and oh. then you end up sitting around in November in New York for like three hours, shivering, really? shivering because it's so cold before you can start. Wow. Yeah, so wow. I didn't enjoy that. I, I mean, it's a great event, but I didn't enjoy that bit of it. Yeah. Should have got yourself over to Central Perk. You'd have been yeah, exactly. Like, quick coffee, uh, quick, <laughs> toasted coffee. bagel. That's it. <laughs> And then now we're now we're on to the now. Uh, obviously, unfortunately, that the season's finished early. Uh-huh. Um, we were doing good, weren't we? Um, yeah, we were. Yeah, we were starting to play some really good football. Um, unfortunately, a few unfortunate results here and there. Yeah, um, I think where we just took our foot off the pedal or we didn't stick to the game plan. But yeah. as a whole, a really good season. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think it does stem what what we're getting ready for next season. Um, with what Neil's putting into place, and um, and uh, you've adapted now. You said earlier you're a winger. You're adapting yourself to a midfielder now. Yeah, so I, I used to play if, um, for a Sunday team now and again, and I used to kind of say to the coach, "Oh yeah, I turn out, but I'm, I'm I'm knackered from playing Saturday, so I I play in the centre park, so I don't have to kind of run it up and down the wing." <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I just fell in love with the position, just getting involved and staying involved within the game. Mm. Is there um, is there a is there a part of the midfield you prefer? Do, um, do you like the attacking aspect of it, defending, or just literally receiving the ball? And I just, think yeah, um, I think I just like receiving the ball and just being involved. Mm. Um, I don't. I'm not a massive uh, lover of defending. I don't really like going up for headers or anything like that. Mm. I don't think I've ever got like the heading technique. I just kind of my eyes star <laughs> over every time I head the ball. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we, yeah, when you're doing yeah. it in training, even like the little ones when someone chucks it up to you from like five yards, I have a banging headache from doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so I dread, I dread that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bear that in mind. Yeah, do bear yes. that in mind. Make sure yeah. the balls aren't so pumped up. Yeah. Um, yeah, when Don't... you're playing like a winter and it's raining, you've got this <sighs> heavy ball and this keeper's just absolutely launched it towards you. Oh, I have yeah. nightmares about it, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Right, so yeah. we know that Andy doesn't like heading the ball. That's when the head <laughs> shrinks into the shoulders. Exactly, oh, yeah. I couldn't get there. Oh, how funny. <laughs> and I hate it. Yeah. So, and then obviously, hoping for this season, obviously you're sticking around and yeah. seeing where we go for this season. Yeah, definitely. Where do you reckon yeah. we'll get, get? Do you reckon we'll we'll get, win anything in the end of the season? Do you reckon we, we, we're good enough to? I think, yeah, I think we definitely are good enough. I think, as you mentioned, like our consistency just... Yeah. I think we let ourselves kind of drop to the level of the team we're playing against and we always seem to up it against the better teams because we know we have to. Yeah. Whereas if we're playing a team that isn't really going to turn up and pro- properly go at us or play football mm. like we would, I think we kind of drop to their level. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, we've we done that a fair few times. I remember that, that one away, or I think we even said on a previous podcast, um, where the wind really took havoc Oh, yeah, um, that was... and, and that's the one where I play centre back instead and had the worst game possibly yeah, I think I in my life. Yeah. And um, and that was when the referee kept on saying, like, he kept the clock going, didn't he? And he was yeah. like, well, you need to just get yourself a ball, boy. It's like, 
don't be stupid. Like <laughs> the ball's gone we, sixty yards. We struggled to get players here. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sam Holton in that game must have run about twenty miles going to get that ball because yeah. it always used to go off on his side. Yeah, like, he, it's probably is one of his touches, like running down the wing. Yeah, he ended up like launching it and then having to run and get yeah. it every time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely blowing. So many, yeah. so many, oh, so many miles. But no, I think you're right. We, it's just consistency, isn't it? And I think if we keep our heads screwed on and think every team or every game is a cup final, basically. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. the mentality we need to. Game. Yeah, it's a mentality so, we need to have. Um, exactly. And I hope that that's what Neil is sort of trying to push forward, isn't it, mate? Yeah, I think yeah the train the train sessions you've been doing recently now about that trying to still attack and keep the tempo up when we're tired. I think mm. that's that's the way to yeah. Yeah, this is the eighty fifth minute. This is the yeah, exactly. Minute. Yeah, that's it. tired legs. And... Uh, that's it. That's it. You missed a cracker Saturday, didn't you, John? It, you did. You did. Yeah. It was it was it was tricky for Neil because um, <laughs> I could so see what he was what was planned. Yeah. And and basically set out as a formation, say we were going forward and saying passing the ball from the back and playing from the back. But obviously, when we are in that position in a normal game, we're being pressed against by defenders yeah. and things. But we can't do it in this moment. <laughs> so we've got the ball at our feet and we've got so much time. <laughs> and But still, we cannot get the ball under control, which is so frustrating. <laughs> You're like you're not getting tackled by anyone. The mannequin's standing still, um, and then even with me, when the ball comes to me, like it's bobbling everywhere, and I'm like, Christ! If someone was right up my backside, gonna take me out, I'm done for. Um, but it was hard, Neil, wasn't it, Saturday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, it was a, a little bit technical than than what we've ever done before. I think. Oh yeah. Um, it took a lot of it took a lot of planning. So obviously we got. We got to cope with social distancing and and, mm. and all that sort of stuff, and, and yeah. we have to factor that in. And um, and yeah, I I made it as uh, as socially distancing as mm. we, <laughs> we possibly make it whilst trying to sort of put it into a, a game scenario. So you know, we we had we had three groups um, playing in the three different sort of zones mm. of the pitch. Yeah. And uh, mm. yeah, it, it trying went to play okay. the ball, it it went good. It did. Okay. And it, and and you you yeah. knew what we tried to get out of it. But yeah. it just, it. I think everyone just knew at the back of their mind, I've got so much time here, so I can get the ball down. I can take my time making the right pass and everything. Well, in aspect, that's quite good because people have been away for so long that they need to get back to normality and, you know, know what's the right pass to make and everything. But in another sense as well, we sort of need to be ready that our first touch has got to be good because someone's going to be trying to chase down that ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Technically, yeah, very good, but hoping. I mean, do you think it's looking better, doesn't it? The COVID restrictions, maybe, um, is is looking that way. Am I right, Andy? I think you. Do you know a bit more about this? I I know nothing about it. I know Mm. as much as you guys, and yeah, Yeah. I I I mean, you can be hopeful, can't you? That yeah, but yeah, whether it's going to be full contact for a long time, I don't know. Mm. I think we got yeah. we got told um, for our youth team that we are expecting to be starting in September. Oh yeah, yeah, youth team. Um, that is that is the rumor. That is definitely yes. the rumor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think. But expecting... saying that, I I don't know how you could get them starting in September if they haven't been used to contact sport. Yeah, August yeah. is only like two weeks I, away. I think. I think personally. Um, my understanding of it all is that um, that, that full contact and full um, full sided games will be back uh, allowed back in September. Mm-hmm. However, um, there yes. there is the possibility for us at, at this level um, that it will be friendlies only, and that the season will actually start in October for us. I, I anticipate that's what I'm anticipating. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any I, I don't have any hard evidence of that, but that's what I'm fully expecting. Do you think it's going to? Do you reckon anxiety is going to be about for someone to, you know, oh, I'm I'm not sure I'm ready for contact sport or something like, you know, having your starting eleven? Is there going to be a couple of players like that? I'm not ready to be back into it. Do you reckon that's going to really dent a few teams? Um, I I think that um, there will be the odd one or two. Obviously, mm-hmm. there are people that are, that are quite wary of, of, of the situation. Mm. But I think, you know, I think for us, for our team, 
Mm. You know, that, that first training session was an absolute shambles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the opposite for you, isn't it? Now it's trying yeah. to stop them from tackling each other. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly that, mate. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, and it's just like, you know, reminding them that this thing is, is very real and it's killed, mm. you know, thousands yeah. and tens of thousands of people. And, mm. you know, you just can't be, you can't go straight back to normal. You, no. you know, we've got to adhere to this thing for, for a while longer. Yeah. Um, whilst it plays itself out and then we can get back to it so yeah I don't think I don't think the competitive side will be um, an issue for a, a large um, proportion of the players there will be there will definitely be you know a, a, a minority of players that are just mm. you know not keen on it or something or you know they'll be very yeah. wary and it will take them a bit of time to get back into it but yeah I don't not for not for I think, our lot. I, I, th- I think yeah, not for our lot. I think Andy, <laughs> Andy, though, I think it might be quite tough for you though, especially as we were saying earlier about how Wales is different to England. Like you seeing your family and maybe your your partner's family, mm-hmm. like their restrictions is different to how it is in England. And you probably might have the mindset, and which is totally understandable. Why am I allowed to play contact sport in England, but I'm not allowed to go and give my mum a hug in Wales? Well, yeah, it has been like that. So obviously, I had I was at training on the Saturday, and then I travelled up here um, Sunday night for mm. Monday, and it was yeah, as a, like coming over the border, I had to then relearn all the regulations for for Wales, mm. which was you can't meet in groups of six. You can't. So I've got mates that play football up here that mm. can't believe that we've been kind of training and stuff like that, yeah, yeah. although socially distanced. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they they haven't got a timeline in mind for when they're mm. going to be back training and. Playing. Must be really hard for you, yeah. That that whole mindset of it, and mm-hmm. I think I I would feel like that. I would totally understand if like why am I allowed to play contact sport, but I'm not allowed to go and see my family who are in a bit of a I say a different country, obviously still Great Britain, but like mm-hmm. in Wales, which is literally a couple of hours down the road. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, um, and absolutely. I would totally I would totally agree with that. Yeah, I was thinking uh, just thinking about that. I was thinking uh, I listened to um, Chris Moyles on a on a weekday and uh, he was talking about this there's that street that is right on the right on the very border between mm-hmm. England and Wales and there's three pubs and two of the pubs were allowed to open and one was oh, not really? allowed to open yeah, wow. yeah. Um, and he, he he sort of said you know well with the like you said Mernsey with the restrictions actually what's to stop the Welsh people walking out their house and walking to the English pub yeah, yeah. the, the mind the, boggles doesn't it? there it's must crazy. be like leagues I guess on the borders where there'll be teams that can train and teams that can't train, even though they play in the same league. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 Crazy, Definitely. crazy to think that. Um, yeah. you know, it's been a blessing that we've been allowed to come back with all the restrictions and mm. it's been, it's, 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 a, it's a real minefield and a trick to, to try and sort of um, run the sessions with, mm-hmm. uh, with restrictions in place. But, you know, I think, you know, um, it, it's been great that we're allowed to, been able to have come back early. Yeah. We say early, but but uh, you know we're sort of talking about earlier than Wales. Yeah, saying you know, um, Mm. you know, I mean, what were we off for? Three, three months, three months or so. Yeah. Um, You know, so we're sort of coming back at a time when we would we would be thinking about coming back to pre-season because usually you wouldn't come back to pre-season until sort of mid-July. So mid-July, yeah, Yeah. earlier than usual. Mm. Um, Well, it sounds like you know we we're going to be sort of we're going to be in a state of pre-season but for quite a while um mm, yeah. longer than normal so you know i mean that's for from a coaching point of view that's happy days there's dream yeah much of planning and you know there's many training sessions to do things in and yeah. you know it's it's a, it's a joy for me but on the flip side you know like you say that you know you got the guys there going well can't we just can't we just play a game can't we just you know can i, can can I tackle yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and to be fair i was even saying that i was like i just want to tackle i yeah. just want to win the ball I, I just want someone to really give me some pressure when i had the ball on my feet so and then yeah. i know that what that feeling what that feeling's like when i've got to get rid of the ball a bit quicker yeah you know um but it all all in coming good time um, indeed I am I am hoping I am hoping Mernsey it, it's been an absolute pleasure like it's wonderful to know how how the Welsh live um, <laughs> uh, how you got on oh shall I ask Messi or Ronaldo uh, Ronaldo yes like that what about you Neil wow there's a question um, for, for me I think yeah I think I'm I'm, I'm in the Ronaldo camp as well yeah. um, I think probably um, not so much on the football side of things, but actually because 
Messi sort of keeps himself to himself and, and Ronaldo... Just his looks in it now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Tall, dark and handsome like yourself. <laughs> um, although he's not Welsh. Um, you know, um, I think that the training regime and, and how he eats and how he yeah. is, Ronaldo, is yeah. just out it, of this world. It's Ronaldo's work ethic yeah. to Messi was born with it. Yeah. yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. And I think, I mean, that was only just a quick question to end on the podcast of Messi or Ronaldo. But I love to talk. I love talking about Ronaldo and how how Definitely. how hard he works to get yeah. to the place he is. What was it? Have you seen um, that um, documentary about him? Yes. And you know, the, was it the light turn off one? It comes in from a corner. Yeah, and he can see by the body position where that ball's coming. Yeah, like, I've seen that one. Anticipate. Oh, it's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, you've not seen that, Neil? I, I, I've seen many on him, but I, I don't recall that bit. So I'll have to get the... Uh, I'll have to get the... Uh, which one it was. And YouTube and it. Yeah, go back. Yeah. But it, it's, it's mindset like that, isn't it? But saying that, it, you, you're right. Messi keeps himself to himself and there's not really a lot about Messi. Um, yeah. They just... His achievements just write himself, don't they? Like... Was he's just been given the achievement now of 2020, isn't he? Uh, the 20 goals and 20 assists this season. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And they're no, they're no yeah. Neville Southall, though, obviously. <laughs> in terms <laughs> of work ethic and things oh, like that. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. he's not. Then Neither of them are community like Neil Southall. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. Well, you'd like to think that Messi does do all those things in the background, but it's <laughs> you know, the technology that, that Ronaldo <laughs> uses is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, Big Nev only used Greg's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> I was just gonna. I, this, I, I was just gonna say sorry. I was just gonna say. I, I thinking of the, the the program that I watched um, on uh, on Ronaldo, where he, where yeah. he eats a lot. He eats okay, probably, no. but he eats a lot. And I was just gonna compare him to our Aaron um, <laughs> Aaron Creighton, who uh, obviously uh, he just eats a lot. <laughs> he, no moderation. He just eats a lot. <laughs> he just eats a lot, little but often. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Maybe. I mean, I mean, a lot and often. <laughs> yeah. Generally, <laughs> bless him. Oh, bless him. Well, he might not reach to the end of this podcast, that, so you might have been safe there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Before yeah. So we would we bamboozled him a long time ago. To be fair. Yeah. Bless him. Bless him. Well, yeah. No, man. Thanks very much for like, having a chat yeah. with us. No, um, thanks for having me. It's been great. Thanks. Is, uh, keep good, up the good work. Thanks, mate. It's, yeah, it's a good little chat once again. Um, fittest player in the team. One, <laughs> the guy who can last the longest by running headless chicken. Oh, yeah. it's phenomenal, mate! You're a great player. I, I, I want to mention so my kind of ethic is it's come from my PE teacher when I was in high school. So he said to me, oh. and it's kind of stuck with me throughout my life. Has been he said in one PE session that you you get fit to play sport, you don't get fit playing sport, and that's kind Love of that. just like yeah, stuck with that's me. So that's lo- my ethic. Is that that's rather. That's nice. I like that. Ooh, that's a nice yeah. little saying, that isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. That's Definitely. Neil, what do you? What's your ethic? Uh, score one more than the other team, we win. Uh, currently, yes. Yeah, we'll <laughs> score one more than you. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Win, win at all costs. Win at all costs. Oh, that's a nice one. That's like, I don't think I have one. I did determination. I, I would like <laughs> to know. Yeah. Det- determination or passion are my two. Yeah, that, that's that make me work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that could be another podcast. That could be. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, lovely way to end our weekend, the Sunday evening, and uh, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah, so, thank you. Cheers. Thank you, guys. Bye. Right, cheers, guys. Bye.